Those of you who are joining us for the first time for this episode, welcome! Glad to have you. However, this is the second part of a two-part episode where we are discussing Black Mirror in its almost entirety. And this is where we talk about five out of the six episodes of season three. We are going to be talking about them in a fair amount of detail, and there are at least two episodes where we do spoil the ending. So if you have not seen any of them at this point, I would recommend stopping right now and coming back to this when you've seen it. Also, I would recommend listening to the episode before this one, because that is where we start this conversation. So, hopefully you're all caught up and are now ready to continue listening to our review of Black Mirror. The Bloodbusters Podcast is proud to be a member of the Pod Bros Network. You can find us, as well as other fantastic podcasts, such as Pencil and Ink Review, Another Damn Trivia Show, and Language of Bromance at podbros.com, as well as on most other fine podcasting services. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to share and enjoy the Bloodbusters Podcast. So uh, yes, moving um, into series three, the mm-hmm. first episode in uh, you know, chronologically, yes, is called Nosedive. The only proper way to watch, yes, <laughs> and it uh, features whatever, whatever, Brian <laughs> features Bryce Dallas Howard yeah, among yeah, other yeah. people in it. Yeah, so easy, yeah. so there you go, and this is not in I, heels. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you were saying earlier that people were worried about the Americanization and all that, and I personally thought this was kind of perfectly set this was one of the <laughs> most black mirror-y episodes yes. of black mirror. <laughs> so it, i think so yeah. the episode 50 million credit or merits where you know this entire world is set up around merits this world is set up around Yo. how popular you are i got it real quick because i used um uber twice last night and had very strong flashbacks of this episode as I got out and we're both rating each other yes. as we walk. Like, I see him rating me, I'm rating him. And I'm like, fuck. We're in those dives. Okay, <laughs> and I'm uh, like, I gotta give him five stars. Yep. Okay, true story. I've never used Uber. Neither have I. And now I'm really scared too. <laughs> After oh, I yeah. Nosedive, I'm really scared. The worst thing you can do is look up your rating and you're like, four and a half? Who the fuck? Why am I four and a half? <laughs> Who's that asshole that didn't five star me? I am pleasant. Yeah. So, so yeah, so, uh, the main character, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, is at I believe it's a four point two ish is her rating. Everyone who's below two point five is considered like lower, like lower middle to definitely lower class. Poor. And mm-hmm. even so much so that there's someone where she works that the second he hits two point four, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. he no longer works there. Yes. Like, so, yeah, yeah, think it, into his building where yeah. he works. And then although then the higher it goes, it unlocks perks yes. in your social stratosphere. Which, uh, so that, it's like Pokemon Go for like yeah. social status. Kind of, yes. <laughs> that, that, there's actually something uh kind of kind of funny that happened later in the episode around that, which I'll get to in a second. But yeah. All of these things, like everyone has this remote in their hand. And I don't know like it's as if the remote isn't actually there. I think it's like it, you see everything through the eyes, and every time mm. you walk past someone, you see their. They name have their contacts name. that seem like they're installed by the government mm. or something. Yeah, and so like they have this thing where it might just be just a holding gesture their hand or something. Up. Yeah, yeah. Mm. so it's like do 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 like, and so every time you have any interaction with anyone on any level, mm-hmm. they can rate you, and you can rate them. And you go to the the store and you buy a drink and you have to be as pleasant as humanly possible to make sure you get five stars from this person. And then yeah, you... but at the same time, like stars from those people don't really matter. Yeah, as much as I would want this for some people dealing as I deal with the, in a medical office and stuff, uh, I would force them to be pleasant. Uh, obviously, the point is very clear yeah uh, that they have like, making, like the but... yeah service people don't really matter if they like it doesn't matter yeah. if they like you 
Exactly. Oh my god. This yeah. The whitest of white people in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Paul. Fuck you, Paul. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the the crux of this episode is she's trying to get in somewhere that requires a four point five rating. She's not there. Yeah, yet. to live. Yeah, cause, and well, mm. no, four point five rating gives you a discount, which yeah. will let her live there. But mm. uh, you know, I think it was one of the places that if she were to dip below a four, she wouldn't even have a chance of getting in. And it turns out her childhood friend who is like a 4.7 is marrying someone else who's about a 4.7 and there's going to be loads of 4.7 to 4.8s at the wedding and if she she wants her to come and give a speech and of course if she gives that speech she's going to get five stars from all of these people which will push her way over that so that that is is yeah catalyst that is the thing that Makes like a you know what yes I will do this. Oh, I'm uh, the you way. know what the, the more I like the concept of this episode is so res- like it resonated with me to the point like this is actually what sparked my interest enough to like w- like try this and watch it and go through the whole series. But in terms of the tropes they use, the tropes they use were actually really typical. And the more I watch this episode, the more I think it's kind of mediocre. Uh, okay, I'm kind of along the same lines. Well, no, a little bit. I really liked it initially because it was the first, obviously the first one I watched in season three because <laughs> it is the first yeah. episode. Um, and uh, I, I thought it was, oh, this is awesome. I, I think we talked about it briefly afterwards. Um, but then as I watched more of season three, I, you know, really, yeah, I did kind of fall into the more mediocre uh, pile um as much as i love some of the performances and uh and the ending i particularly enjoyed but yeah um like like the way that technology mm-hmm. in, like mm-hmm. drives them for like for worse for the most part like that's fascinating but mm-hmm. if you take away the technology the plot is so typical yeah true very much yeah. so but mm-hmm. and obviously the way that this series does a lot of these things is it will use a lot of tropes and typical things while showing that you shouldn't be this way mm-hmm. because yeah the, yeah and there's always shown that there is a resistance you know there are people who don't give a fuck about this system yeah uh, so, her brother right. you know the truck driver well, Sherry Jones. Brother, yeah yeah uh, <laughs> what's his name from Grantchester um, uh, yeah he plays James the Norton. priest in Grantchester. Yeah, they, I was like, the actor's James, James Norman. Norman. Yeah. But, okay. uh, I, I haven't seen that show, so... Yeah. <laughs> Good um, show, actually. Yeah, and the, obviously the basic story here, she is trying to get to this wedding, and there are so many things that just start going <sighs> wrong for her. Yeah. <laughs> You're easily... Uh... I don't know, affected by cringeworthy things. This may not be the episode for you because it gets uh, oh, uncomfortable. God. Yeah, but, <laughs> but the, the airline moment was great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, I think that well, was... Well, and, and, and the uh, attendant or the desk uh, clerk, mm. that's uh, Michaela Cohn, I think her, um, is her name. And Michael, she yeah. has a she has a Netflix hit of her own. She does. Called uh, Chewing Gum. Yes, I've seen the first episode of it as of right now. Oh, it has popped up in my suggestions. I love it. It it is a lot of fun. It's it's, cringeworthy fun. Yeah, and it's it's something that you would like. You just wonder who who wrote this, who came up with these characters. And she did it all herself. She had a one woman show um, in London. Yeah. And that's how they came up with the concept. So yeah. she didn't. And, and yeah, she's just so she turns up at the airport, and because she's had a couple of negative interactions, she is just below the threshold for being able to rebook her flight that has been cancelled. And because she causes a scene because of that, she gets <laughs> she a acts punishment. like a human being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, she starts to get to the point of like, Wait, what? No, mm. surely. <laughs> but mm, yeah, a- anyone from our reality that would be dropped into this would just go, uh, no. <laughs> Sorry, no, no. I do not accept this as reality. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so, because of the fact that the stewardess is just like, um, 
security. Yeah. And <laughs> things just get more yeah, awkward she, from there. So, so she, yeah. she gets dropped an entire point, and then any down votes are doubled. And so, because this is the show, she just keeps getting down votes. The car that Hence she the would... Title. The car that she yeah. would have rented is no longer available, so she has this oh, incredibly poor old white girl model. problems. She has to get into this. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and so yeah. she ends up getting like she hitchhikes with the truck driver who. Oh, the fabulous Cherry Jones! Yeah, yeah she, she reveals. Oh, she, yeah, Cherry Jones is amazing. She she was exactly like her until her husband died because his rating was not quite high enough. To get the treatment he needed, mm. and so now she doesn't care, and she has a one point four rating. Mm. So she she really doesn't care, but she's happy. And that's when she says that you realize what's wrong with everything is that all of these people, they they are just living, but they're not necessarily like unless you are at four point nine, you're not happy. You're constantly on edge. You constantly have to act certain ways, and you're just trying to maintain. Like, and mm. this person is the first well, person you see. Like, even the brother is not necessarily happy. He's, well, very simply, I mean, we all learn this at some point in our lives that you're much happier not trying to please everybody. You can't well, please yeah. everybody. He he found his happiness with a group who was lower rated and didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we gotta. Like, yeah. Look, he found somewhere else to live. He did. True. <laughs> and and yes. Uh, again, without giving the very end away, it it, it ends on a bit of a down note. Sticking sticking to type for the most part. Yeah. You know what? That back and forth. Oh, at so the good. end was so good, and it was yeah. you could feel it. It was liberating. Yeah. Like so, it was like mm-hmm. you know it was. Maybe kind of sad, but also cathartic. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, and that—that mm-hmm. that is what a lot of these episodes mm-hmm. end up kind of being like. But yes. Well, so, uh, and I'm going to actually, since um, someone has an issue with this, I'm going to let our distinguished guest pick the next episode we talk about. Okay. <laughs> Not necessarily the se- second in the uh, season. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, obviously <laughs> the the other episodes here we got playtest, shut up and dance, San Junipero. Men Against Fire and, and Hated in the Nation. We don't have to bring that one up again anymore. Yes, Paul. we are now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Oh, so, which one would you like oh, to dive yeah, into? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Which one would you like to dive into okay, next? You know what? We, yeah, we're going to bring it up. Since we've been talking for downer notes for a while, yes, we, we need, need to talk about the sunshine in the entire series. We oh, need so to shut talk- up and dance. <laughs> Wrong. Uh, in the words of our future president, wrong. Let's talk about San Junipero. Yes, let's please. Think, yes, because I think not only, like, I think maybe we want to talk about it. I think our listeners, or your listeners more accurately, probably, like, that's an episode that's very interesting to talk about because the tone is so different, but yet yeah. consistent with Black Mirror. Well, yeah, it shows the hopeful side of this technology, I sp- yeah. you know, as opposed to the downfalls. Yeah, I, I think this episode is the only positive outcome. Really? I see. feel like technically hated in the nation ends on a... Sort of. Kind of, but yeah, th- this is yeah, yeah. This is Brian. the most. I haven't openly, seen that one. What's that one about? <laughs> yeah. This is the most openly positive episode in oh, the entire yeah. show by far. Yeah, um, this gets so many good feels. Oh, sorry, Colleen, I didn't. Oh, no, no, no. There. Do you know there's still like Debbie Downer's even worse than me. Like trying to point out how the end is kind of actually tragic. It, it, well, yeah. it, yes, with that white shot like, or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get it, but you're mm. reaching, like, <laughs> yeah. dude. That's not. I don't think that's what they intended. No. Yeah. yeah this technology brought two people late in their lives together. You know. Yeah, and okay, so, uh, well, while we're talking about the technology, the technology actually is only introduced halfway through the episode, which I thought was fantastic because mm-hmm. you spend the first half of this episode not knowing what they're talking about. Confused as <laughs> I mean, you're putting it together that, yeah, something else is going on. Yeah, it's so, black mirror, but... Yeah, because it, it starts off in 1987 in a town called San Junipero, 
and there's this person who's a little shy, been there for the first time, and meets up with this girl who's trying to get away from this guy. And so it starts off like, okay, we're in the past? What? <laughs> that That's not what Black Mirror does. Well, yeah, and she starts out actually playing video games in an arcade in this nightclub. Yeah, and, and yeah, and if you could ha- like, can't she's basically the female equivalent of "Can't Buy Me Love." Kind of, okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and yes, this episode just actually goes. It, it's a wonderful episode to watch because, like, a it completely normalizes a relationship between two women. Like, it, it is well, just, and, and a, a multiracial, like a. Yeah. You know, a mixed race relationship between two women. Yeah, there is there is nothing in this episode that, if, like, even the side characters make no mention whatsoever of any kind that this is yeah. anything other than one hundred percent. It's not fun. broad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and they um, actually even mention that during the mm-hmm. episode. Oh, this isn't like it used to be. Yeah, like and- before you know that what the actual reality is. When it's still like in this 1987 setting, she goes, you know, people don't think like they used to. Yeah. Um, and also, um, it also shows the spectrum of sexuality, which I thought was brilliant because it showed that somebody could be married and love somebody with their their entire heart, like of a different gender, but mm-hmm. still find that same kind of deep love with somebody of the same gender. Like it doesn't make the the love any less significant. Exactly. Yeah, it did it so well and just treated it maturely. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, so, it, it treated it. Oh, sorry, it treated it maturely without because it didn't make it a big deal. It was exactly. just like it's, love, is, is love, is love, is love is love is love is love is love. And yeah, so obviously we could we could now go off on a giant tangent <laughs> about that, but uh, let, so. In, Keeping with the episode, it's normal, so we don't need to. So, carrying on, uh, these these two people, these two women, find each other, and the first time they meet, uh, the main character is a little uncomfortable, like, sorry, I'm engaged, and they leave. And then, like, as far as we know, it, it just says, next week. And so, she's back. Mm-hmm. And Well, we're and, given some clues, sorry to interrupt, that time is really important. Yeah, no. All we know is that there's them. only a set amount yeah. of time. And we don't really know yeah. what that means. There's but... some kind of curfew in place. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be perfectly honest, I genuinely was thinking maybe either alien influence or time travel. Oh, see, I was thinking thing. they weren't allowed to get wet or eat. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I was thinking that like obviously there was a time limit, so I was like uh, either they're traveling back in time and mm. they're kind of taking over these people yeah. um, for, yeah. say, six hours or something. Mm. So, or... Yeah, because she calls her a tourist or, says, or labels yeah. her a tourist. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, well, she goes, what are you? So we'll call you a tourist. Also, we mm. should mention the two main characters are Kelly and Yorkie. Uh, Kelly played by the amazing Gugum Vasa Raw. Uh, and then Yorkie is played by Mackenzie Davis. Yeah, people I... probably most notably would know from The Martian. Yes. Um, yeah, the comms. Yeah, yeah I, I believe. Yeah. And Gugu has been in, uh, she was in, um, let's see here, uh, Beyond the Lights. Uh, she was in Doctor Who. She was in Jupiter Ascending. She has been in a lot. Yeah. Yes, she definitely. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so th- this episode just, it just keeps hitting you when they end up having sex and you find out that even though Yorkie is engaged, it's the first time she's ever had sex with anyone. And then the clock hits midnight and it's the next week again. But Kelly is gone. Mm-hmm. Like, so after this first time really connecting with someone and now this person doesn't apparently want to be found, mm-hmm. like, what does this mean? And when... When they are found eventually. Well, and then, but she goes to like this purgatory sex club to try to find out from the guy who had been rejected by Kelly. And then you also find out that 
oh, well, no, this it's a different time. So now they're in the 1990s. Now mm-hmm. they're in the 2000s. We get some and, and, Yes, the 1990s were like, oh my, I was like, I want to live you here forever. The yes, yeah. yes. I, I was, love the 90s. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and, and then she finds her eventually in like, 2000, what was it, like 2002 or four, yeah, 2002, yeah. playing Dance okay. Dance Revolution. Revolution. And her <laughs> stiletto heels and Paris Hilton halter top. Uh-huh. And this is the f- this is the first time you really see reality break because yeah, you know, they they have a discussion but it doesn't go well. Kelly punches a mirror and then it's it was broken and it's instantly fine. Like, yeah. Okay, what? <laughs> and after that they do find each other and they confess. You get a confession that Kelly is dying mm-hmm. and she's there to have fun. And the problem was that it was getting a little too real, a little too yeah. relationship-wise. I, I, this is out of nowhere, but uh, I would definitely recommend multiple viewings of this episode because it's, mm-hmm. it's so wonderfully laid out. Yep. And so many layers. It, and it's just incredibly oh, well written. And that just even like when she's trying to ditch Wes at the beginning, she, the excuse she places on Yorkie is that she only has five months to live. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, that's, I mean, there's a whole lot of instances like that where you can cut, you, you get to pick up on what's going on. So. Well, and also when he, she goes, well, what about the locals? And he's like, they're, they're like they're dead, dead people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's only what? 80%. <laughs> 80, well, 85, and, and, yeah. and it's like, you could actually, yeah, you could like classify locals like that. Not fl- like in an unfair and flattering way at a lot of towns. So, yeah, not doing anything with like it feels like uh, Ebor City in like Florida or something like it, like it's just like a party town where nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, did you know this was shot in South Africa? That doesn't um, surprise me. I think I heard that, but yeah, I don't know if I'm. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, and um, so these two people like after having another genuine conversation about. Everything that's going on, they sleep together again, and Kelly says, I want to meet you, and Yorkie doesn't want to say, but then uh, she said, okay, this is where I am, and then we get to see what's going on. Yeah, and, then the veil's lifted. And what is going on is that when people die, there is the option of being uploaded to the cloud, essentially. The well, cloud. well, well but, but, but no, it's actually not... Okay, the thing is, like, when people are terminal or near death, they yeah. do this virtual mm-hmm. reality therapy. Yes. Which yeah. means, and they're, they, uh, they're only allowed, so, like, they can only do it, like, what, once a week? It's, yeah, for, like, week. five hours. It's five hours yeah. a week, which is week. why there's a time limit. And right. they, obviously, there is that therapy, but it is designed so that when when you die... Yeah, choose to live there like mm-hmm. that. You will you can, live forever. You can buy the full version. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Essentially. Yes. You, you can enter your. your it gives you the, yeah. You it, which is like, I mean, you can give like, and there is a lot of. Uh, I God, this this episode was so brilliantly like written and directed in that it brings in potentially so many questions about like what you believe in terms of an afterlife. But it doesn't distract from the love story. No, it, yeah. yeah, it just builds on it. It, it. like it it factors into the conflict, mm-hmm. but it doesn't distract from the actual love story. Yeah, and speaking of, like she, Kelly goes to like older oh, Kelly man. goes to this facility where we find out that ugly crying that Yorkie <laughs> has been I, I, yeah by the way I warned Brian you did that uh, you... he would ugly cry even if you're a man you will ugly cry at this episode and he was like yep yep <laughs> I, I took multiple doses <laughs> they, I, I didn't but there we go well, well Paul's a cold heart sort of bitch Paul's a pod person we covered this on many occasions uh, you don't know he's British <laughs> exactly. That's yes, yes. we we keep our inner turmoil <laughs> inner. <laughs> so yes, Yorkie is in fact completely paralyzed elderly woman in a nursing home uh, who became incapacitated when she came out as gay to her parents who rejected her. 
she fled away in her car and then got into an accident which left her completely paralyzed. Like, yeah, not sad at all. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes, that, that's what's going on there. Oh, and we find out that her fiance is actually her nurse because she can actually the same device they use which are these little like um they look like kind of like uh, altoids with lights <laughs> attached yeah, that's a good description. They attach yeah. their temples uh mm-hmm. allow them to communicate like paralyze people to communicate with other people and um it turns out like her male nurse has agreed to marry her in order to let her pass over because her family, like so oh, shockingly, um, <laughs> does not believe in letting her pass over to the world of San Junipero. Yes, like yeah. letting her and passing over means your consciousness will be uploaded to this virtual rea- reality world forever. Sometimes dead is better. Yeah, see, (laughs) so you are there instead of whatever afterlife you would normally imagine. But you know what? But that's the thing. How do you know that's like actually gonna like like they can't upload your soul? And but these people think uploading your consciousness, your your human consciousness, equates uploading your soul. So that's why they're so against it. Yeah, and. So, upon finding out all of this information, Kelly jumps into San Junipero with her to propose. And so the idea being, you know, okay, I feel like you would rather marry me and let me make this decision rather than your nurse. So, of course, Yorkie agrees. And then, yeah, continue. what happens, happens. And she passes yeah, they, over they, they, into... It's really? kind of like like being euthanized too. So, so there's so, a lot of heavy issues. There it's is. such a happy episode. There's like a <laughs> lot of heavy shit. Yeah, there's some downer shit in there. It's yeah, still Black mean, Mirror like, again. It's like everyone. Landmine. Yeah, we but we did start was... this episode by saying this is the lightest episode of yeah. Black Mirror. But but, but yeah. it's actually like one of the most in terms of like social issues and like being a political landmine. I think it's the most volatile that way. Yeah. But that's the brilliance of this episode is that they pull it off like the story itself like transcends that. Yeah, yeah. it really is one of the best love stories I've seen put to screen and I'm not saying that lightly. No. Uh, <laughs> and and I, again, I think we we yeah, can kind of right. stop here because there's there's more that happens mm-hmm. after this yeah. that I don't think we can get across as yeah. well as no, I do. No, no. And yeah, Brian's like, it is. I watch You've Got Mail every day. <laughs> and, uh, every other. Uh... Yeah, when he's not watching What Women Want, he's watching. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, that's a fine movie, sir. Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> we, we even surprisingly gave it a not bad review. I'm sure. uh, I believe so. Um, but yeah, and also, uh, conversely, I've not been able to get Belinda Carlisle out of my head for like a month or whatever it's been. But uh, yeah, reinvigorated my love of that song. That's my that's my jam right now. Place on earth, yeah. I'm actually, uh, kind of, um, I kind of respect that they actually did not use the cure in this movie Uh, or this movie. See, I call it a movie because that's what it felt like. It felt like, yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes, agreed. Yeah, (laughs) like, just I cannot believe they did not use just like heaven, and I respect them for that. Yeah, they went, uh, yeah, they went against that, obviously, but yeah, the music in this is just fantastic. That's just another level. The oh no! Did music. you hear that they actually have released a playlist for San Junipero? Oh, like really? Multi, yeah, like a multi, uh, mm-hmm. like, uh, like multi-part playlist. Ooh, uh, I'll send it I'll to you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So yeah, yeah there are layers that. upon layers upon layers mm-hmm. out even outside of this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, it is yeah, it's a fantastic <laughs> episode. Yeah, so please, obviously, my favorite. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this that... is the episode I use to trick people into watching Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. Get them in with this one. Then they're like, none of these are like this. Yeah. <laughs> why, did you, why did you give me hope? 
Yeah, like, yeah. You're so mean. I'm like, yeah, so is Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah. You, you make yeah, people so watch this and then follow it up with Men Against Fire. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we got to do condensed versions yeah, now, I think. I, um, yeah, we, let, let's try and speed some of these up. Yeah, so we I, don't go, go bit by bit here, but yeah, say, I Men just Ag- watched this. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, so Men Against Fire, Brian just watched this. I watched yeah. it a little while ago. This is one that is a is a solid story, but I I don't know. I didn't necessarily connect with it as much as I did the other episodes in this series, and I, this one was kind of the most meh to me for the season. I don't know how you guys uh, feel about it. Well, maybe just because it's fresh, but I I I mean the reveal the moment. I mean, hit me pretty hard. Uh, even if, even yeah. though I knew it was, kind, I kind of yeah. knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. Like I thought the acting, like well, his acting in in this was good. Yeah. And I love Michael Kelly too. I he, oh my god, <laughs> he's like seriously. Yeah, well, the second he popped up on the screen, so <laughs> like, mm-hmm. hey, it's you. <laughs> Obviously, I'm still waiting for the next. Uh, House of Cards. Yeah, you, 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 yeah, you expected like Kevin Spacey to appear on screen and like introduce him to the audience. Yeah. Or, or like he has to torture his boss, yeah. and it's just Kevin, yeah. uh, a second of Kevin Spacey, but not Kevin Spacey from House of Cards. It's Kevin Spacey from the what the Call of Duty or the, the game. Oh, oh god, I forgot about that. Well played. Have you seen the Kevin Spacey? Uh, is it a gif? He's holding the Kevin Spacey stick on a hit. Uh, and then he pulls away and it's Kevin Spacey. I don't oh, see that. No, I need to look that yeah. one up. <laughs> I know. Like, he, like, the soldier... Never mind. I can't spoil it. Okay. He goes home at the end and, like, instead of his girlfriend coming out, it's Kevin Spacey. Quite perplexing. Yeah. It's... No, it, he looked. That's my best Frank Underwood. Sorry, that's all I got. Yeah, no, he, he looked through the window, it's and it's just. Flat, flat, <laughs> he looked through the window, and it's just Frank Underwood on the rowing machine, just. <laughs> and then he looks in the garage, and it's Kevin Spacey from uh, American Beauty doing the. <laughs> oh God! It's just Kevin Spacey's everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh my God, that would be. It'd be like being so being Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Just Kevin Spacey being Kevin Spacey. And we see a tiny door uh, that he goes into. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To see all these Kevin Spaceys. Yeah. But okay. yes. Anyway. So, anyway, so um, the actual, the actual plot Kevin. of this. <laughs> but yes. The, the actual plot of this story is there are these roaches, which are these weird mutated beings. Kind of like World uh, War Z's. Kind no, of the, no, they were, they were kind of kind like of. Uh, the guy, the things from I Am Legend. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's closer, you're right. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a war that we don't know about that happened, and now these roaches are here, and all of these soldiers are trying to kill off the roaches, make it safe for the people around, and on fighting some of these roaches, uh, this one guy has this weird light flashed in his face, and from then on, this technology that they use, again, in eye technology, it lets them see building layouts and kind of do tactical planning and stuff and lets them communicate with each other starts to malfunction and he starts being able to smell and see and hear things that everyone else can't for instance you actually when they're using it they cannot hear and they never really think about it but then once it starts malfunctioning it's like oh i can hear the birds I, i can smell the grass and they start to realize, oh, well, no, we, we can't actually do that normally. Mm. And then while trying to clear out a building, you come to realize what actually is going on, even though he's brought it up to his superiors and they're like, no, your stuff's working fine. And they send him back out. It's like, no, the, the people, the roaches that you're fighting are just people. Yeah, it's basically an allegory for ethnic cleansing, mm-hmm. yep. and, which really bummed me up giving our current situation. And, and not even necessarily an allegory, it's more what Michael Kelly says at the end of the mm-hmm. episode. It's like, no, yeah, these people need to be killed. They, they mm. need to be gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got it, Bannon. Okay, yeah. Well, but, but it also shows the vulnerability of the people they recruit, which is another thing they need to address about, um, you know, our current situation is that they take advantage because a lot of times 
these like, there are people who are economically disadvantaged, uh, not properly educated. Um, you know, public public education is basically going to be erased with this new education. Uh, okay, I can't get into politics right now, but <laughs> um, but a lot of these people go into military because they feel like that's the best chance they have at making a viable future for them for themselves, and they are willing to do whatever because they're like, okay, it's better than being in a gang on the street. But a lot of times they get into a similar situation through the military. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, it, the the footage you see towards the end of the episode of him as a recruit just being like yep like do it like exactly erase my like, memory just give mm-hmm. me the, the i need to get yeah, in jason board me i'm good let's do it yeah like, and it's it's not even it's you know what it's not even that like type of jason Bourne. at least they like the thing is they just want this person to be a machine like they at yeah. least wanted this like jason Bourne to be like a like a uh, yeah. machine of intelligence they just want this person to be like uh you know they can. It's a. They want this. It's like Westworld, only on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was just using that loosely, but yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, seems accurate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the whole mention of like a registry, like that, just kind of. Oh god! Yeah. I like that word. Yeah, just, it's that's a, a and they word. Finding each other. They're not. They're yeah. They're they're not human. They're not human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's bought. Michael Kelly's just bought into the whole propaganda. And, yeah. and in the show, it's not just whatever country they're in, which again is not necessarily mm-hmm. stated. It's a global thing. Like the entire world has agreed to this, and now there's this mass eradication of certain people. <laughs> oh, I think on that. Well, it's like, it's yeah. like the globe is. Like agree to anti-globalism. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, this, I think as I was trying to say, like on that note, let's move on <laughs> from that one. Yeah. I, well, that's I, I think that's why I like resonated with this episode. I know it wasn't perfect, and there was actually a lot of bad acting in this, aside yeah. from Michael Kelly and Madeline. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, um, Malachi Kirby, um, Madeline Brewer, like. She's okay, but yeah, like that most character of the acting, was just yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, most funny. of the acting in this was not very good. Like the two most important parts were amazing, but besides that, the acting in this was not very good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah Sarah Snook didn't really cut it for me either in this. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that might be another reason why I found this just kind of meh, just because it kind of lackluster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, if you want to see a good Sarah Snook performance, watch uh, Predestination. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's I, all I got on that. I think. Uh, let, how about we Should shift we... to playtest now for this? Ooh, playtest. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I will start this by saying I think it has too many endings. I think it had one too many endings because. It, uh, but I'll get into that in a second. That suffers from the Return of the King syndrome, kind of. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so yes, basically, this is about this guy called Cooper who uh, he lives at home, but he decides one day he just he just leaves and goes around the world so like off white male privilege off he goes around (laughs) europe and america and and it turns out that you know his dad developed early on alzheimer's and so one of the reasons why he's doing this is because what if this happened to him he wants to get as many memories on (laughs) so yes and he he meets someone who through this app uh it turns Turns out he says, "Oh, I can do this job, get a little bit of money," and this person says, "Oh, you want to do that? That's like a lead gaming company that no one knows what they're doing. Go, go do it, go do it." Uh, by the way, I'm a journalist. Go on, go do this. No, after <laughs> Tinder hookup, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so he agrees. He's like, "Sure, why not? I'll do it." So he goes to this place, and he's shown this new technology, which is basically what you kind of want video games to be. Uh, in the future, because it's uh, an AR thing where, like, it's really there. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're, <laughs> you're seeing all of this stuff. Like, he plays a little whack-a-mole <laughs> type game, and then they say, "You know what? Okay, we're gonna have you kind of playtest the full version of this game." Which they they start off by putting this stuff in his head, and then they say, "This is gonna feed off your fears to kind of make this game." horrifying specifically for you and then we're going to take that and play with it and so and so forth so he says okay 
And then the majority of this episode is him in this mansion where he's waiting for this game to start playing with him. And I thought it was really good when it was there because you actually got a fair amount of character development from him and you got to see some... Yeah, you got uh, to see some yeah. fantastic <laughs> graphics and stuff. Right? Uh-huh. And yeah, yeah, that was a bit much. The the giant spiders thing, the uh-huh. the person who kind of turns into a bit of a weird spider thing as well. Like it, so many great little things in it, and mm-hmm. I thought also plays on the genre because there's a part where he's looking at this picture and it's like oh there's a light on in the house and all the light oh something's gonna come get me isn't it it's Mm. gonna be right behind me and it's like yeah this is actually playing on horror tropes well definitely yeah go ahead oh no no, the pacing of this was perfect and also like in contrast to um uh men against fire the acting in this and it was primarily on um what you call it uh Wyatt Russell was like phenomenal, I think. Yeah, he was fantastic. And you know who he is, right? Uh, yeah, Wyatt Russell. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sweet! I get to reveal this. Sweet. I didn't. I didn't realize it either until I looked it up afterwards. He is the son of Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Ah. Hmm. All right. Yep. Def- did like, not like, like, rewatch it, and you'll be like, "Oh, oh god, oh, 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 oh god!" I see, I see, I see. But he, like, I mean, uh-huh. he's got like, and he, you can tell he's doing the groundwork. He's like, he's not half-assing it. He's he's genuinely talented. Yeah, because and... he did. He acted mostly by himself. Yeah, and it it was really cool because <sighs> like, uh, you know, the game is entirely like nothing can hurt you. You can't touch anything, and then you find out. Uh, no, there's something he can touch in this game, and it can touch him. And you start to, you start to see well, like this technology that sounds so great. Like, what happens if it malfunctions? Like, I, mm-hmm. do you want to be the first play tester when this actually comes out yeah. in like ten years? I mean, <laughs> me being a, you know, having pretty big gamer history, I was immediately, I think, and I think this was intentional, reminded of playing Silent hill like late in the evening or resident the resident evil games yeah. but being that character in, in that world and i wouldn't want no part of that <laughs> yeah, so fuck being a guinea pig on that shit yeah uh, especially like the first year it's out it's like give it a couple uh, of years let them work out yeah. all the bucks oh here's giant machete head guy no thanks yeah i'm out <laughs> but yeah so it, it, one thing we never found out was like well, I guess it was like he, his his um, account was legitimately hacked. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I, it it never is fully explained, but I get the feeling like, given what he was doing, going around the world, maybe he accidentally left a, uh, his bank card on the counter too long. Someone just or claimed maybe it. He, well, he probably used it. No, maybe he just used his uh, card in enough countries where there's not stable security. Probably. All right, I think that's. Uh, yeah, God, I'm trying to rationalize a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this is this is who I am. I try yeah. to rationalize Black Mirror episodes. So yeah, this, this episode it starts to end where he's trying to get out. And it turns out that everything is going on inside his head and making him forget his own memories. So obviously his biggest fear is that he will end up like his father. And so when you start to get to the point where you think, oh, that's where it ends. Nope. It then cuts back to him in the office where he's been told, You've only been here for a minute. Yeah, like, it was a little inception y. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, you know, everything it, happened almost instantly for you. And he's like, okay, no, I'm done. Get me out of here. <laughs> and so he goes home to his mum, who is constantly trying to call him. And it turns out that that's not real either. Mm-hmm. And he's dead. <laughs> yeah, is... like spoiler alert. Like, yeah, and, and I, yeah, and I agree with Way you more. that there were yeah. there was one too many like you know 
Yeah, I, I personally think what they should have done is that bit at the end where he's trying to get through to his mum and his mum is just mm-hmm. trying to call him over and over and over. It should have been hard cut there. Mm-hmm. Like, the the hard the cut that they do cutting away to the final reveal, it should have just been cut to credits and that, then left it. It was that you. extra scene in Lincoln that you don't need. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, it just... The death, like, yeah, it this this should have been an episode with an ambiguous ending. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it doesn't. This is the one thing where I think they overwrote it. Like, they... oh yeah, or over yeah, like too many rewrites, and it takes away from the performances, like especially uh, Wyatt Russell's. Yeah, it. it I I don't know. Like, I I really enjoyed the episode up until that point, and it it almost got knocked down to. A notch for me just mm. because of that. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say an important PSA that's not really kind of related to that. If your mom calls, pick up the phone. Uh, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, she birds you. You can talk to her for a few minutes, and, and she won't call you during a very important piece of equipment. Right. Yeah. So, and also, like, uh, it, uh, it. It made it instantly forget, like the the extra twist made it almost instantly, ironically, almost instantly forgettable, mm. or, or like fittingly enough, like it like it was one too many. It, like you relegate it with the rest of the uh, Shalomon like shit movies, yeah, because it's too many twists. Yes, what a twist. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, right. Should we get on to uh, Shut Up and Dance? Shut Up and Dance. Uh, sure, uh, why not? <laughs> this, is, this is probably I, the, my, my least favorite. Least favorite? I mm. I actually really like this one. I I don't know. I'm somewhere in the middle. I liked most aspects of it, but as a whole, I kind of left me wanting. And... I, I just, I really enjoyed the arc of the episode like, mm-hmm. I, and I, I i was thinking throughout the episode that what happened right at the end i was always thinking in the back of my head it's like i thought that what mm-hmm. actually ended up happening was going to happen anyway just because of the people doing it like mm-hmm. i was like what what incentive do they have not to do that mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah um, well, yeah. well but, but see okay maybe it's i don't know maybe it's because i'm just a paranoid <laughs> asshole or maybe it's because i used to teach <laughs> or whatever but I called it like within the first two minutes of the episode when he was interacting with that little that little kid. Like, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I called it immediately. I was, and mm-hmm. I was just like, "Yep, <laughs> yeah." So, um, yes, uh, but Braun wasn't enough to do it for you in this time. <laughs> you don't underuse Braun like that. <laughs> True. Yeah. All right. I mean, Braun. Do you think Braun would have been happy with that? Oh no. <laughs> Like, well, how much am I getting paid? Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> Give me a bigger castle and a prettier girl. <laughs> you know what? Who would have been great at blackmailing those people? Braun. Yep. <laughs> Game of Thrones references people. Yep. Yes, I'm, I'm sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> you have no doubt. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, but I mean, this ending really. I mean, I'm saying bummed out, but this was probably one of the most negative I felt. Yeah. Uh, Oh, right. and also it teaches you to get like a, a camera cover for your laptop. Uh, yep, <laughs> cover that. And not up. even if you're doing anything like bad. Yeah. It just like makes you aware of how easy it is. Like just to like, I mean, facial recognition software. Just if people can see you and they can use that and know everything about you. Yeah. <laughs> so so yes. The- this episode is about blackmail, basically. Well, it, about like probably pretty legitimate blackmail. Oh yes, I mean mm-hmm. it, the 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 things they are being blackmailed about are things you could blackmail someone about. So it, mm-hmm. but basically, this kid ends up doing something he shouldn't be doing and being recorded while doing it. And but it looks he, very, like very innocuous. He works at a restaurant. Yeah. And he's like a, he's like a busboy at a restaurant. Looks very innocuous, like just typical teen. Like he's a t- like whatever teens do. Like whatever men, a lot of men do with their laptop. <laughs> yes, he, he ends up, he ends up getting an email 
Well, he gets a text, and oh. then he gets an email with a file which shows him masturbating in front of his. Uh, well, lesson being, don't open emails that you don't know. Yes, <laughs> yeah, like well, what the story ends without you opening that email. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's basically he is blackmailed, saying, "Oh well, if you don't want this email to everybody in your contact mm-hmm. information, then like you will do what we say." So he is told to. What is it? The first thing he ends up doing, like he he gets he a text that he has to, to go somewhere. Yeah, he he has to go somewhere, so he he goes to that place. Otherwise, you know, mm-hmm. the video will be released, and then he meets someone there who hands him a box, and he gets a text again saying, "Okay, now you have to go here, or we'll release the video." <laughs> and it's obvious that the person that gives him the box he's also being blackmailed and yeah, you, yeah, you don't you know what it is like yet. the interconnecting stories yeah. mm-hmm. and so he goes to this hotel room and eventually gets in and there's this other guy there Drum and then this Ron. and then this other guy ends up getting blackmailed as well so now they both need to go <laughs> and it it just keeps escalating. They end up having to rob a bank. Yes. And... It's the darker side of uh, Homer being Mr. Burns' prank monkey. Yes. That's uh, <laughs> very much so. Well, and you're never told what any of these people actually did. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, you, you sympathize implied, initially with the situation. Yeah. Well, like... you, you know what the guy that he meets in the hotel does because uh, yeah. that's the reason he's in the hotel. Mm-hmm. So he's, right. he's meeting a prostitute. But you, and yeah, he's married, but you never so. know what he did. Like the uh, main—I I should yeah, point yeah. that out. Okay, you, you, you never know what the main character. Like you're like you assume it's just because he was masturbating yeah. on camera and he would be humiliated. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, and that's enough to believe for a teenager that his life would be ruined by that. Yeah. yeah. So, and even with that, like the the guy he meets up with is trying to get him to say like in the car like, you know, what have they got on you? And he's like he's suitably weirded out and uncomfortable, so he can't say. And he ends up well, after they've robbed this place and they escape the police. They go to this field and split up. And he has to deliver this uh, this, this package or whatever to this random place. And he turns up there, and there's one other guy there with a drone. And Pretty much all the other guy <laughs> asks is, how young were they? Yeah, what did you Ew. do? How young yeah. were they? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and at that point you realize, oh, These what was he people. looking at? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and then it's like, well, it, again, this is what I thought in the beginning. Like, yeah, you, yeah. I, like, I was uh, thrown off for a while, but as soon as I saw him at the beginning, I was like, Oh, this has to do with some pedophile shit. Just yes. in how he looked at that little girl. Mm-hmm. And, and they tried to throw you off by his flirtation with his female coworker. But yeah. the way he looked at that little girl when like at the very beginning, I was like, oh no, there's some fuck shit going on here. Yes. <laughs> no. Yeah. Hey, there's stranger danger going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they 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 end up in a fight to the death. Oh, they, yeah, they they get an order to fight to the death. Yeah, and then right at the end, you you find out that the guy we've been following actually ends up winning that fight to death, if you can call it winning. And then the hacker just releases all the information anyway on everybody. <laughs> so you, yeah, which that sequence was actually kind of that was brilliant. Like it, it was it, the way it was shot and everything. Mm, that was brilliant. Everybody, yeah, getting there, come up and yeah. yeah, and it it was something that that was the thing that for me upon the beginning of this, and it's like he's starting to get blackmailed. I just thought, like, why wouldn't this end badly? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, one, it's Black Mirror. Why yeah, wouldn't so, this end badly? Yeah, but even yeah. so, the the hacker had no reason not to release the stuff anyway. Right. So yeah. You the, think, yeah, you can trust that person. Yeah. And, and then when it started to happen, I, as you said, I loved how it was done. It mm. was so, especially for him, just where he the, just gets yeah. the phone call from his mum. Well, just... and also, go ahead. No, no it, it, go ahead. Yeah, it was just how he, like, 
the phone call from his mum and you just see the flashing lights, but that's it. Like, right, so, right. So. Like, so he's not only going down for being a pedo, he's also going to get arrested for, at the very least, manslaughter. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. And with that, yeah. <laughs> I and think that's I, our discussion so, on why we're... <laughs> well, yeah. uh, well, Paul and I can briefly skim on. What? Well, oh, do I need to leave the room? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think um, just... Just to say, I think Hated in the Nation is possibly the second best episode of the season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I go back and forth between that and San Junipero. Yeah, and it, it's it's just it's a fantastic that I this one is about a hacker basically. Like it's and there's this great technology and then. How it can be used nefariously. And it, it, there's, again, you want to talk about layers? Like, we could do it. I feel like we could do an entire episode about Hate in the Nation. It's actually, I think, longer it than the rest will. of the episode. <laughs> yeah, it, um, it is. It's an hour and a half. So it's a Sherlock yeah. link episode. Yeah, it, it, it comes across at first like a procedural. And it's got Kelly McDonald, who is, you know, obviously always fantastic. Yeah. And uh, Faye Marseille, you know, the wave yeah. uh, with their T1000 run. And, and the great Wong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, which, God, he's nearly unrecognizable from uh, Sunshine. Um, Less but... unrecognizable from Doctor Strange, though, because he well, looks identical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the effects the the plot the layers i mean it has to do with social media it has to do with like environmentalism it has to do with uh you know technology and environmentalism it has to do with like revenge it it has so many different layers to it just okay guys just watch it I, I couldn't agree more. I agree yes. with everything you said about it. <laughs> Whatever, Brian. That's, that's, it gets Brian's stamp of approval. Right yes. Don't, I feel like I don't even need to see it now. <laughs> I just feel like I was oh, there. Okay, yeah. That's, that's, that, yeah. that's the final twist. So you're not even going to watch it. Uh, exactly. I'll never watch it. Now, uh, now it's a spite issue. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> All right. And, all right. Well, that definitely covers Black Mirror. <laughs> Yes, I hope everyone feels uh, uplifted and ready to go embrace the day. Uh, and, you know, you can go on your iPhone or Samsung Galaxy, exploding Samsung Galaxy or yeah. whatever, <laughs> and just go listen to us through your technology some more. Yes. Yes. Um, Soiled Restroom and Talk Amongst Yourselves are two amazing podcasts. I'm not saying that because she's my friend. I'm saying it because it's true. Yeah. Uh, check them out. They're awesome. Yes, please do. <laughs> And uh, I'm not saying that because I'm on Sword Rush and I'm more often than I <laughs> <No>. should be. <laughs> we have no dogs in this fight. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, we do. No, um, so. Well, and it's a pleasure as always. I was really excited because I, again, I just talked about you guys to somebody um, and rec- like I recommend you guys all the time. Aww. You cover a huge, like, you run the gamut. And it's a lot of fun to listen to you guys. It's even more fun to be on here. I'm couldn't be happier that you guys asked me back. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Uh, we will have you back again. <laughs> yes, uh, <okay. laughs> yes may- maybe for something a little more upbeat. <laughs> with a little more brevity. Again, with a little more brevity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think maybe when we do Schindler's List, I think. We'll oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> or we can, oh, we can do Greg for a dream. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, God. Like, I, like, seriously, you cannot pay me to watch that movie again. Mm. Yeah, I that think I'm like a challenge there. actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How much? You know, with that hashtag Requiem Challenge. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, we're gonna let you guys get out of here. So <laughs> thank you for sticking with us through these two episodes of Black Mirror. And uh, okay, Kayleen, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me at uh, on Twitter at um, at Kel to the lean, K E L T O L E A N on Twitter. Um, you can uh, find me through my podcasts, Soiled Restroom Cinema and Talk Amongst Ourselves. We're both on Twitter. And yeah, 
Check it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> with that, um, I've been Paul. I've been Brian. And she's been Kayleen. <laughs> and we'll see you guys some other time.